Welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Where no topic is off limits. Welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. I'm Diana. I'm Kendall. And I'm Ashton. Hey, y'all. Hi. You good? Mm-hmm. I just want to remind the audience that we are unfiltered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if the dog barks and... Baby yells or whatever happens, we drop something, it's because we're unfiltered. We don't go back and fix this. We, it's just whatever we say, it's out there. So um, I like that. Mm-hmm. You guys good? Yeah. yeah. So we were on a heavy topic. Uh, we're we're going to do part two of this because the whole series started about understanding the adversary, understanding who he is, how he operates. But then, too, we have to, to then learn how to combat him. And we're going to get into a series of our, what our weapons of warfare are. Of course, we've got to go through the whole armor of God, and we're going to do all of it. We're not going to do just certain pieces because a lot of pieces get left off. Um, and we're going to talk about, you know, how to use the weapons that people don't even know about that we don't use. And so we'll, we'll get into that and continue this series going on. But, but I was sharing in, in our previous post, if you didn't see it, there's a kind of a part one to this, and we're talking about depression. Um, because I just, um, a few days ago lost a friend, um, to suicide. Um, and then her mother passed away a couple days later. So, uh, pray for my friend Lisa and her family because they just got double whammied, uh, with all that. Um, but like I said, when that happened, the enemy come in and immediately said, you know, um, you know, what kind of minister are you that your friend couldn't come to you and, blah, 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 what he does. And then and then it just really, I had to turn it on him and say, that makes me want to do this even more. Yeah. Because I'm not going to fall down into his conviction. Um, I know that there's a way out of whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. If nobody's ever told you, I'm going to tell you. Every single thing that you go through in your life, there is a scripture to bring you out of it. Right. Because the word of God works. It is your weapon. It is the sword of the spirit. It is what brings about the change. It's what cuts every negative thing out of your life and replaces it with the good thing, mm-hmm. right? So there is always a way out. And so in that, I want us to talk about it a little bit about some of the great um, patriarchs of the faith um, that you would never think of that dealt with depression. And we had people who had messaged us um, and ask for us to talk about depression. Um, and again, if you have a topic that you want to talk about, uh, reach out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to our website, m3mi.org, and there's a comment uh, section there. And you can say, hey, I'd like to hear about, you know, whatever it is, and uh, we'll add it on there. But depression was one of the greatest topics that people want to know about. So that tells us what there's a need for that, right. you know, that people want to talk about because there's a need for that. But one of the scriptures, there's not a lot of, because depression is a uh, fairly new t- term that people use. Um, uh, it's not used in scripture. Okay. So there's one verse and then I asked Ashton to uh, pull it up. It's Psalms 143 or Psalm 143, four. What do you ask me? I have 1225. Uh, I'm glad. Oh, no, no. Are you in Proverbs? Yeah, I'm in Proverbs. Okay, let's go to, let me, 
think of a different. Let's do Proverbs twelve twenty five. Yeah. So Proverbs twelve twenty five is anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down, but a good encouraging word makes it glad. Okay. So anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word makes it glad. Right. Um, the Hebrew word for weighs down, because you know I like to 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 look at the root word of stuff, and so we know that the Old Testament is written in Hebrew and Aramaic, okay? Uh, the New Testament is written in the Greek. And um, so here we are in Proverbs. And so that word there for ways down is shaka. I know it sounds like a bird call or something, but, but, it, <laughs> but all, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, a lot of the, it's like a lot of that happens in, 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 in in Hebrew, yeah, yeah. So it's like like you got something caught, but I mean, but but it translates to bow down or depress. So we know that depression, anxiety is to depress, is to is to make you bow down to something. What is that something? What does it try to make you bow down to? It makes you feel like. You're the lowest of the low ever. Yep. And not only is it just a way that you that you think, it's a way that you feel. It actually takes control of your body physically. You know, and I saw that in my friend is that there would be times where she was just the most upbeat person you could ever want to be around, most positive person. I like positive people. And she just was and she gave to everybody, you know, involved in everything. And but when she would go through periods of time where she was the complete opposite of that. And it was just like all of a sudden all the cares and anxiety of the world were on her. And she felt weighed down. She felt depressed by what was going on around her. And physically, her body just began to deteriorate mm-hmm. because of the weight of it. Mm-hmm. And that and that's what I'm trying to tell you is... When the enemy comes, that's what he brings. He comes to your mind, and he begins to place those thoughts. When we don't counteract the thoughts, when we don't pluck them, right, and they're left to just go around up in there, all of a sudden they begin to become weighty. And then we begin to feel the weight of it. And that pushes us, pushes us, pushes us down. And so... I want to talk about, um, in the Bible, we know that, um, can you go over real quick to Psalm 143 and 4? Because King David, now think of David's life. What's some of the great exploits of David before he even became king? Well, the, the obvious of Goliath. Yeah, I mean... Killed the giant. Mm-hmm. You know, you you were just a kid, and you killed with a, a rock. <laughs> you killed him with a rock, um, and you changed the whole trajectory of of the Israel nation. I mean, so you you know, in that, in the faith of that. But think of the faith that it takes of that. You know, I love what he says. He says, "You come at me with a sword and a spear, but I come at you mm-hmm. in the name of the Lord." You know, and so. He had that tenacity, that type of faith, where it was like, 
okay, so you're big. So you think you're bad. But but I come in the name of the Lord. My faith says that I, that I can do this. Whatever it is that comes at me, I can do this. And not only did he kill a giant, he killed a bear. He killed a lion. You know, all these things he had to face while he was out shepherding. And, and so he had tenacity. Yet, in the Psalms, we're going to see where he, he had a whole lot of things that he had to deal with in his mind that overrode his faith. We're going to go to our first commercial. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. If you've been blessed by SDU and you feel led to give to this ministry, here are some ways you can do that. You can text GIVE to 833-576-1168. You can also go to our website at m3mi.org to the tab Sow a Seed. You can also send a check or money order by mail to P.O. Box 1318, Forney, Texas, 75126. And all gifts are tax deductible. Thank you for your seed. Yeah, thank you for your seed. You know, we, it takes money to do things and, and it's tax deductible. And most of all, we pray over it. We pray that God multiplies it un, back unto you um, and that be used for his good and his glory. And so anyway, so we're talking about King David. And here you've got this mighty man of God who did all these great exploits even before he became king. And yet we find here in Psalm 143 and 4, what does he say, Asha? If you don't mind, I read over and I would like to include 3 and 4. You go ahead. Um, because I feel like it just, it's very true to what the enemy makes us feel. Starting in verse 3, it says, For the enemy has persecuted me. He has crushed my life down to the ground. He has made me dwell in dark places like those who have been long dead. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed and weak within me, wrapped in darkness. My heart grows numb within me. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And that's the king. A man after God's own heart. Yes. <laughs> when you read that written by him, about mm. him, what does that make you feel? It gives me encouragement. Mm. <laughs> I know that's that sounds terrible to say that in, in one's crushing and depression like we can find hope but that's the whole point of it is like even the greatest of the greats walked through some of the darkest stuff and and for whatever reason the enemy because this season's been been tough for me um moments of it are very dark very heavy you know just because the enemy does come in like a flood and it's you're trying to keep your head above the water and you know all the things but to know that somebody who who was a man after God's own heart struggled that way because when we get into that place, sometimes we feel like we're less than like, Mm -hmm. Oh, if I'm, if I feel this heavy, if I feel this bogged down or this depressed or this, whatever, then it's like, well, I must not be like really who God wants to use, you know, like you start going through those things of like, well, maybe Lord, like, I just can't do this. I'm Mm -hmm. not, I'm not fit, you know? And you read things like what David said and it's like, wait a second. Like, this was a man that loved the Lord, that did amazing things for him, and he even walked through that. So if he did, one, who am I to think that I won't walk through it? Right. Two, I have hope to overcome it, you know. So, um, I feel the same way as Kendall does, you know, just very encouraged that it's not just us, you know. I mean, that's kind of conceited, like, Lord, only I walk through things, you know. <laughs> but, but it does make me feel 
those words exactly are how I have felt in seasons. And I know each of us have felt in seasons and to know that he's still King David and he's still a man after God's heart and the Lord loved him and cherished him even in those times. And, and so that really, I'm going to have to go back and read that when I'm <laughs> struggling. I'm going to have to stick that on a sticky note. Yeah. <laughs> go back and read a lot of the Psalms yeah, because that's where when you start looking, you're going to see that there's a whole lot. There's times where I'm like, dude, yeah, you be complaining a lot, yeah. brother. <laughs> but you know what? Here's something we can take from David, though, is that no matter what he was going through, all this depression and anxiety that he dealt with, he always turned to the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And what is a song? A song. A song. Whenever he felt overwhelmed, and there's references in Psalm 33, Psalm 23, Psalm 30, Psalm, and just a whole lot of times where he was in this position over and over and over again. It wasn't just this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He turned it over and said, here I am. Here's my feelings. Here I am raw to you, God. And this is how I'm feeling. And then he's like, where are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's like, but I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's a big thing the enemy likes to do is to make you in that moment to make you feel like your emotions, your your depression, your anxiety, your weight is too big for God. Yes, mm. and he because all of I mean I, I'm sure all of us have gone through that where we're in that place and it's like I can't even talk to the Lord like mm. because I'm so not even necessarily messed up or but I'm so bogged down and I don't, I can't even form the right words. Like I don't have an eloquent prayer. Like I don't, I don't have good enough things to say. And I think what the Lord wants most than our beautiful words and beautiful prayers and warring and all these things is vulnerability. Like come to me truly how you feel. I'm not, I'm not too small. Like your, your words aren't going to crush me. You're not Mm going to destroy me. I overcame death, hell and the grave. Mm. Like I can take your words and they're okay. And in fact, I would like for you to be more real than to put on a facade to act like all is okay, because I know truly in your heart it's not, but you're too afraid of me to come and say the truth. And that's what the enemy does is, is he, he makes us feel like we can't go to the Lord with all Mm. of what David did. Cause sometimes I'm like, okay, David, calm down. Like, don't say all that. You know, that's a little much for the Lord. And it's like, no, it's not. It's exactly what the Lord needs to hear. Because in the moment of our honesty, we can be brought out of the the deep, Mm -hmm. dark depression and weight and anxiety. Mm. So. Um, what stood out to me, and I, I promise I'll come full circle with it, but the Lord was just laying out on my heart when you said Psalm, it's a song, right? And so one thing Kendall has been teaching me um, in worship, she is a phenomenal worship leader, yeah. and I'm so lucky to learn from her, just from her, her pure heart in worship, but to be undignified. And so I think of the times where I didn't know what to say to the Lord and I just turned on my worship music and it's singing exactly what I'm feeling and I'm boohooing and I'm ugly and it's gross. And then I, I feel that release to the Lord because he knows my heart. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't release it, he loves when I release it to him. He loves when I say it, but he wants the undignified version of you. Yes. He wants that ugliness that you don't want to show everyone else. So even if you can't carry a tune, even if you, you think you sound horrible, it is is beautiful to him yeah. and and your incense enters heaven when you do that and he knows your smell he knows your worship and he knows those things in you and so if you have to be that person like I did where you just turn on the worship and you cry to him it begins to release something in you and then you feel like 
okay, Lord, I'm going to release all of this to you. And he doesn't care what it looks like. He doesn't care how you bring it to him. He cares that you brought it to him, that you didn't keep it inside of yourself. So, And, you know, when we were talking about music, the enemy, he was the angel over worship. So mm-hmm. if his if his music is so powerful to make you feel depressed and, and feel these nasty things, what do you think worship does? Mm-hmm. It's even stronger than him. And that's what makes him angry yeah. is when you're like, Nope, I'm worshiping no matter how it looks, Lord. Mm-hmm. So I just, mm-hmm. I thought that was crazy how it all came together. Uh, and I love that when when you say it, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And then if we could get our mindset that, God, you don't care what it looks like. Yeah. Here is everything, all of my ick is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to lay it at your feet and I'm just going to worship you through this. Mm-hmm. But what if you're never taught that? Right. Yeah. Right? And our our studies go so fast. Every time we do a podcast, it goes so fast, and it's already time to go. But we're going to continue this because it isn't only King David yeah. that struggled. There's several other in Scripture that we get examples of that we're going to delve into as we continue this series. But we're leaving you for right now and uh, with our motto to go show some love. Show some compassion. Give mercy. And go be Jesus today. Hey, SDU family, thank you for joining us today. We do value your feedback. So if you have any questions or suggestions of topics, please feel free to reach out to our email at info at m3mi.org or reach out to us via text or call to our SDU hotline. The number is 214-600-7771.